welcome to Momming on the Go. This is Rachel. This is part two of Wisdom from Megan White. If you have not listened to the first half, stop, go back, and listen to part one. It is the episode right before this one. We're just going to jump right in and listen to more encouragement from Megan. Next question. What are some things that people in your church and some of your friends have done to encourage you that have meant a lot to you? I would say I had a friend when we moved to our last town. We were uh, lived in a really small town in Illinois, and uh, Bill was the senior pastor, and it was his first senior pastor role. And I remember meeting meeting this woman, and um, my friend Tara is her name, actually. <laughs> and I remember she invited me out to lunch or coffee. I don't remember all the details, but I remember she was like, so how are you doing? And I like immediately start being like, oh, we're really excited about the church and da, 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 like answering the question from, you know, a church, pastor, wife, whatever uh, point of view, which is, I feel like what people really want to hear. And then she just kind of stopped me and she was like, no, how are you doing? She was like, it has to be hard to move your family or and to find new friends and to, you know, and she just really, I felt like, gave me the freedom to share, not just from a churchy or um, perspective of of what, you know, a lot of people are really asking. They just want to know kind of about the church or about the ministry, but just kind of gave me the freedom to really share, you know, like, yeah, it is really hard to leave. You know, we lived in Bloomington for like seven years, which is where we had moved from. And I had a lot of close friends because it was a time in my life where my kids were young. And so I had lots of play dates and lots of moms, you know, that I was around and to move to this place was really difficult. And I felt like she just really gave me the freedom to really um, share some of that. And she ended up being one of my very best friends and we're still really close. I just think that that is something you can do or that's really encouraging is when uh, people you don't want to get to know you aside from the church side of things or the ministry or the pastor's wife side of things. So I think that that, that was something that uh, was really a blessing to me. Kind of on the flip side, I guess, some things that have happened maybe in the past that I would say maybe don't do <laughs> is um, I think people really want to give pastors and pastor's wives like the cliche Sunday school answer to things. Like I remember we were going through a really hard time at our church. I was just really hurting with how some people were treating my husband, who I'm obviously super protective of, and just kind of changing the truth of what happened in a situation. And someone kind of came up to me and said, you know, like, how are you doing? And I, I felt like she was giving me that permission to really, you know, share. And I just said, honestly, it's been really hard. And you know, I'm really hurting over this. And I don't know, you know, verbatim what I said. And I just remember she was like, well, it's good to remember that God does everything for a reason and it could always be worse. And I just felt in that moment like, okay, this isn't a safe place to share for me to be vulnerable. And it's not that that, those things aren't true. It's not that things couldn't be worse. And it's not, not true that God isn't in control. But um, when somebody just gives you these really kind of cliche answers when you're really, really hurting, that's 
that's hard. And um, I think sometimes it's okay to just be quiet or to just say, yeah, that's really hard. And you don't have to have an answer. You don't have to make it all better, but just to let somebody uh, feel like they've been heard is really nice. You know, I would just say that another thing I really appreciate is when people don't expect me to know every detail of what's going on at the church. Um, I'm not staff at the church. I, you know, I know some things, but there's a lot of things where I'm balancing the schedule at home. I can tell you pretty much anything about when my kids have a soccer game or, you know, when I have to be at work or something to do with my, my kids' schedule, but I don't ever, always know every detail of the church. And so um, it can be hard when people expect you to know everything. So when people direct those questions more towards my husband or to the church staff, I really appreciate that. Um, not feeling like I'm disappointing them because I don't know what's going on because sometimes I don't. I really appreciate when people want to know me, you know, just for me and just want to know my interests or things I like or um, those kind of things. And I think it's really nice when people are willing to reach out and just invite me for coffee or lunch and just kind of, you know, get to know me aside from, from the church side of things. And also, though, people that give me grace, because it does take me a little bit of time to open up to people sometimes, because I have been hurt before, and because I am sometimes trying to read people, and if it's a safe situation, and I think we all do that, and I just think maybe I do that a little bit extra just because of some of my past experience, so kind of people that are willing to, to put in the time and get to know me, I appreciate that, and you know, just to understand that we're all still growing and changing and maturing. I think I think I met you, Rachel, when I was like 23 years old, and I'm 42 now, and so I'm a lot different than I was. You know, even I just have matured in my faith, as I should, and, you know, grown from different experiences and changed, and, you know, we're all on that journey, and we're all constantly going through different life things that change us, and so appreciate when people give me that same grace and try to give to them and yeah just try to find real authentic relationships is there anything extra you want to share or any scripture encouragement that's been encouraging to you yeah um i just had had kind of um laid out a couple of things i know that um i think your podcast is mostly to younger moms in different situations. And I just, a verse that I remember uh, learning at like a young, a Bible study when I was probably, I don't know, 30 or something and um, has really always stuck with me is Proverbs 14.1. And it says, the wise woman builds her house, but with her own hands, the foolish one tears it down. And it's just a verse that has always kind of stuck with me while I'm raising kids and um, has just always been something where I'm like, you know what, like I have a lot of power in my attitude and in my words and what I do with that and the way I speak to my husband and my kids. And um, I just really love that reminder. And it's hard sometimes. I definitely don't get it right, like I said, all the time. And it's an ongoing process, but just remembering the kind of effect I think that a mom has or the tone a mom sets for her house and um and just a couple other 
little scriptures I had were, um, I would just like in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as you are doing. So just whether you're the wife of the pastor or, you know, a friend of a pastor's wife, just encourage each other. Just take the time. I feel like there's times when, um, you know, somebody will reach out to me at just the right time and they have no idea why, but, you know, they just felt like they were supposed to shoot me a text or an encouraging word and it's been at, you know, just the right moment. So I would just say, you know, trust those Holy Spirit promptings to reach out to all of your friends or all the people in your life um, that you can offer encouragement to. Sometimes I feel like we even feel silly about it, like, oh, this is going to seem random. But I think a lot of times that is the Holy Spirit asking you to reach out to people when they really need it. And so I would just encourage people to do that. There's been a lot of experiences and I am thankful for them and you know, thankful for how God has used the good and the hard things to to bring us to where we are right now. And of moms of little kids, it is exhausting and it is hard. They do grow up and it's exhausting and hard still, but in different ways. <laughs> More emotional toll and a little less physical toll. <laughs> but um but I remember those days very much, and I just always encourage young moms to just find what works for you and embrace that and be okay with it and don't try to live up to what someone else is doing or someone else expects because you just have to find what is what is right for you, and that looks different for all of us, and that's okay. Give moms the freedom to to do that and to just be pursuing their own walk with God and their own spiritual growth. And that's the best gift that they can give their kids. Thank you so much, Megan, for sharing how to encourage pastor's wives and for encouraging us as moms in the freedom to figure out how to do life with what works for our own families. Thank you also for the reminder that our own walks with God are one of the greatest gifts we can give our kids. 1 Thessalonians 5.11, and this is in the ESV. Therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Thank you for listening to Momming on the Go.